Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. So the Kobe Bryant tribute memorial service um, at the Staples Center was just held and of course you know everybody came out. There were a host of celebrities and basketball players and all of that because we already know Kobe Bryant touched everybody in some type of way. I mean, I was shook up and I told you guys when we found out that he passed that, you know, I didn't, I'm not a football fan, but I did know who Kobe Bryant was and I did know the things that he was doing even after he played football uh basketball I'm sorry after he played basketball because like I said I didn't even know he wasn't playing basketball anymore but I was following some of the other things that he was doing as well and so you know he touched a lot of people so the of course the arena was full and there were like so many people outside listening and watching on you know like the screens and listening to the speakers it of course was an amazing and wonderfully put together memorial service a lot better than Aretha Franklin's I could tell you that right now so they had Jimmy Kimmel he was the master of ceremony and he really was very emotional when he was you know speaking about Kobe which of course like I said he every he touched everybody so Jimmy Kimmel did a wonderful job as master of ceremony Shaq came up and he gave this, you know, speech about Kobe. You know, there was like always like this fighting going on with Shaq and Kobe, but they still, you know, had respect for one another. And Shaq was saying that the first time that Kobe gained his respect was, you know, he went to talk to Kobe about passing the ball. And he says to Kobe, hey, there's no I in team. And Kobe was like, well, I know, but there's an M-E in that blank. He cussed, okay? He said in that M-F. And so it made, it, it, it brought some light to, you know, some lightness to the service. And it was, and it was really good because, um, you know, there was always some kind of, seemed like a, some kind of tension between Shaq and Kobe. But the truth really is, is that there was a lot of respect and um, admiration for one another, and so to hear something, you know, funny from Shaq and hear Shaq cussing was like, everybody was just like, this is funny. Then Michael Jordan, he also spoke and Michael Jordan also brought some lightness to it. Now, I hardly ever hear Michael Jordan speaking about anything. So for me, I was like, look at Michael Jordan out here saying things. But and sometimes, you know, we feel like Michael Jordan does a couple problem problematic things, but not not big things, I don't believe. Anyway, in this ceremony, Michael Jordan, you know, spoke about Kobe again and his respect for him and his love for him. And but he also brought some lightness to the ceremony as well, speaking about how he's up here crying again, which means it's going to be another Michael Jordan crying meme. Because if y'all ain't never seen the Michael Jordan crying meme, I don't know where you've been. But he said, like, it's going to be another one. I got to look at myself as a crying meme for another four, five years. And I, that, again, brought some light to the service. Christina Aguilera sang Ave Maria in Italian, and it was beautiful. She has just 
a beautiful voice. So that was touching. Alicia Keys played Moonlight Sonata, which I'm told was one of the songs Kobe Bryant was trying to learn how to play on the piano. And then Beyonce came through and she did a very beautiful rendition of Halo and EXO, which um, she said was one of Kobe's favorite songs. If you've never heard the the words to EXO, even thinking about it now, it's making my heart warm and I want to cry a little bit because it there is just a um and I didn't look and see who all wrote that song, but it the lyrics were are are very touching and to have that be a song that could be sung at your memorial service. You know, if that's the kind of love you want for somebody that you have to get the lyrics, okay? It, it basically says, in the darkest night, I'll search through the crowd. Your face is all that I need. I'll give you everything. Love me when the lights are out, okay? Um, but she just sang it beautifully, even on the record. Look at me record. I'm showing my age. Even on the the project, the song is just beautiful. So, you know, if you haven't heard it before, look it up, listen to it. Then Vanessa, his wife, and Gigi's mother came out and she really, she did a beautiful job at, at giving a eulogy for her, her husband and her daughter. I don't know how she did it. Uh, I can only just say from the religious standpoint that I have that God just, you know, will give you the strength that you need in the times that you need it, even when you don't think or know you have it. And so she was able to stand up in front of these thousands of people and speak so beautifully about and eloquently about her, her husband and her daughter and how you know, her, her life has been touched and everybody's life has been touched. And I thought it was just a beautiful service. Um, just one of the ones that didn't make me feel like, do they respect this person? Are they thinking about this person? Everybody who was there, everybody who spoke and sang did so with respect to the, the people who, they were there to lives they were there to celebrate not for their own personal gain and so that was beautiful also the proceeds for the tickets that were sold for this ceremony will be going to the mamba mambacita foundation so that will be you know will benefit a lot of the people that they were already working to help in the communities and all of this they so this is the final episode of february which means it's the last episode for black history month and you guys know i'm not trying to tell y'all about something black anyway so this time i'm just kind of instead of giving you like a fun fact about a person i wanted to tell you guys about some shows that i have been watching this month that i think that you guys should go ahead on and, and um check out now i stream everything that i watch so these are on streaming sites but if you haven't seen the movie just mercy you should definitely check that out 
There is also on Netflix a show called um, They Gotta Have Us. It's like a documentary talking all about like black film and all of that. That is really awesome. You guys should check that out because, I mean, it tells you all kind of stuff about uh, actors and directors and movies and history and all of that kind of stuff. I loved it. There's also a show called She Did That. And that show, too, I was like, okay, I learned some stuff. Some of the women I knew, some of the women I didn't know nothing about. So I learned completely new things about them. That was awesome. If you haven't seen the NAACP Awards, go head on and check that out, of course. Because, you know, we room for everybody black. But there's a lot of things that on the TV that you can go head on and look on. I don't know about the actual TV TV, but I do know about streaming sites. has a lot of black things. I mean, Hulu has a whole section called Black Creators and there's all kind of movies and TV shows and documentaries and all kind of things that you can watch. You guys have, um, you know, what is it, Tuesday and you guys from, from Tuesday till the end of the month, which is the 29th this month because it is a leap year, you have a good four days to try to watch some of these shows. There's really good content out there, guys. Check all that stuff out. Don't let Black History Month pass you by without learning about some Black History Month. Now, I will tell you this. I personally have spent my whole month not focusing on anything that had to do with slavery, but if that's your bag, go ahead. Now, I have been waiting to watch Harriet because I ain't seen it yet, but I wasn't able to watch it this month. I'll be looking forward to it <laughs> in March because I ain't doing nothing about slavery because there's so much stuff going on. Black people have been doing so much. They do so much. There's no reason why you should be watching any slavery. Don't like, don't pull out roots. We didn't seen it already. Go ahead on and learn some stuff about some current black people who are doing some current black dopeness out here in these streets. Anyway, let's see what else we got for the show. Okay, y'all, so Dwayne Wade, you know I need to talk about it. I have to. There, there's just no way that I wasn't going to talk about this. So Dwayne Wade went out and had a couple of conversations. I heard the first one was on a podcast, and then a couple of days later he went on the Ellen Show to talk about his daughter. I don't think that's the sole reason why he was on the shows, but he was talking about his daughter, Zaya. She is identifying as a girl. Now, she was born a male and she has come to her parents and her step parents and said that she feels like she is, you know, in the wrong body and she feels like she is a girl. Okay. So she now has changed the pronouns from he, him, to she, her, okay? If you guys aren't familiar with pronouns and, well, I'm, I know y'all know pronouns, I went to school, but if you're not familiar in the LGBTQ community, a lot of times people identify using pronouns. They, they let you know what their pronouns are and with the pronouns, you know, you can be she, him, her, they, we, us, all of that you can be, okay? And so I believe she that Zaya now identifies as she, her, and I, I am a she, her, <clears throat> but I know people who are a they. I know people, I know people who sometimes 
wake up and when I speak to them, they say they feel like they are she, him. And I've never met anybody who was um, he and her, but I do know some she, him. So, you know, the pronoun thing is the spectrum is, you know, large. Now, like I said, Dwayne Wade went on, excuse me, Dwayne Wade went on to the Ellen show and while he was there, he was talking about how his child has changed the pronouns and so they now address that child as Zaya and, you know, they will, now I believe they will live as a female. This, of course, sent the black internet into a frenzy, okay? And it was just out of control. I need to stop this. Oh, I need to stop this too. The black internet went out of control. And... This is why we need to have this conversation because rapper Boosie was one of the first people that everybody really, you know, started talking about it. He he does. I don't know any of his music that I that I know that I could just like pull out of the you know, out my back pocket and be like, this is my jam. I don't know. I'm sure that I probably know a Boosie song if somebody sang it or came on right now. I don't know. But he does a lot of these internet videos where he just starts talking and he just sound like he, I don't know. He just don't sound okay. And not Orlando Brown, not okay, but you know, he just, some of the stuff he say is problematic, controversial, all of that. So he went on and was just like, you know, Dwayne Wade, don't suck, cut your son's penis off because it might turn 16 and meet a young lady and all of this stuff, okay? That was never what Dwayne Wade said. Dwayne Wade never said, my child is getting any kind of surgeries done. All that he said was that we will now be addressing my child as a she, her, female person. That's it. Everybody then went into this whole thing about, oh, what kind of doctor is that that would do a, a sex change operation on a baby? And, oh, what kind of parent would let their kids have that kind of surgery? Surgery has never been a part of any topic that we have heard Dwayne Wade do on any, so any platforms thus far. Also, doctors ain't giving no 12 year olds, um, you know, any surgeries that would change their bodies in any way like I don't think you can get a breast reduction at 12 I don't think you can get you know implants at 12 you can't get your penis removed you can't get a penis added like those things are not happening at 12 this child simply 
is changing how they are being identified in speaking, in conversation, and they may also change the way that they dress. I know for a lot of people that that seems like a harsh thing, but I remember when one of my children was in their adolescent age and was really trying to figure themselves out and it wasn't easy for them and they wanted to dress in the opposite, as the opposite sex. Everything they wanted to do, they wanted to do in the opposite sex. Now, for my child, that did not last very long, but that child, I did let my child explore how they felt like they needed to, and there did I get a little bit of backlash from it? Yes, but, you know... Now, I will say this too. Let me just let you all know that my the child that did this was a female-born child who wanted to explore what they thought could be the masculine part of themselves, okay? And so I know it's a lot easier, so I don't want I don't want to miss um represent what my journey was at my house, but because it is a lot easier for people who look like girls to dress like boys or, you know, what boy clothing, is, male clothing is supposed to be. And so that wasn't as hard, but I still got a lot of flack from it. And that child does identify on the spectrum now still, you know, the LGBTQ spectrum i'm going to give out the letter that they do but they they are on that spectrum okay and so i did get a lot of flack because they were you know early teens and people were like i don't know what you doing here and i was like you ain't gotta understand it this is what go on in my house but because Dwayne Wade is such a public figure, of course, we and we all know it, so people are going to give their opinions. I think that, you know, for me, there's a thing, and you guys are going to, you know, hear this a lot from me. There's a thing where I feel like we jump like antelope acting like lions are chasing us when really there ain't no lions chasing us, okay? Like, we act like everything is this drastic... <sighs> event that is coming on that is going to affect our lives in such a drastic way when it has not this is the same thing that happened when they were like we're gonna let transgenders use the women's bathroom and they were like oh lord it's gonna be rapes everywhere women just gonna get raped all day every day in the bathroom because they men and they just want to go in there put on women's dresses and go in the bathroom and rape everybody where are those stories we jumped hard about it. It was the same thing where it was like, when the gays get married, oh Lord, the sanctity of marriage is going to be ruined. My marriage is going to be nothing now because gay people are getting married. And I ain't seen nobody whose marriage them broke up because gay people got married. We jump hard about these things. And it's really just because change ain't comfortable. And because change isn't comfortable, we make it be that, the people who want us to change are always wrong. Always. So I, you know, I just feel like we need to like pull it together. Now, here's another um, celebrity who had a problem with this. It was Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley posted a meme that 
basically said, y'all know it's going to be right there in a minute. <laughs> you watching on YouTube, it's up on the screen. Y'all know Ricky Smiley posted a meme that said um, something to the effect of society doesn't like when black boys want to wear locks, but they celebrate when black boys want to wear dresses. And I just want to say, I'm so very sorry, but I don't know where society is celebrating black boys wearing dresses because it's not a thing. I mean, hell, Billy Porter keep on putting on, you know, dresses at these award shows and what we would still call like more feminine outfits at these award shows. He wear a dress all the time to an award show and y'all go mad. Like, why we got to keep looking at it? We get it. Ain't nobody celebrating that. Every week there is a story about a black trans woman who has been murdered, which means that people are not accepting of this. And we got to go ahead on it. Let me just take it all the way back because we all know that there was a whole slew of episodes of Jerry Springer where there was some trans person on there letting some man know, guess what? I liked you, and we've been dating, but I was born a man. And those people was getting beat up on stage. So there is no society is, is saying, let the black boys wear dresses, but they can't wear the locks. Now, the society is definitely saying they can't wear locks. Society is also saying that they can't wear the dresses. There is no acceptance of this. There is a community of people who are saying, we should be accepting of this. But there is also a large community saying, we need to let these kids wear their locks to school. I have locks. And again, I, I spoke about this many times. I know it ain't accepted everywhere, but we just spoke about the fact that there are states who are passing laws saying that leave these kids alone with these locks in their hair. They can go to school. They can graduate and walk the graduation. We can go to work now. Like, they're... There, there is a change here that is saying that the locks have to be accepted. So this whole rant about, oh, society is only saying that black boys can wear dresses, but they ain't saying it's locks is a lie. And we need to stop lying to the people because the, why, why wasn't Ricky Smiley posting about the fact that there are states that are passing laws? I mean, I'm sad that we got to make laws to talk about the fact that our hair can be our hair. But the fact is that it's a lie that society is not saying we want these kids to be able to wear their locks. That's not true. And it also is not true that these kids are being just welcome to wear dresses. I mean, hell, what's the what's the guy's Magic Johnson son been wearing girls' clothes for forever and ain't nobody liked it. Ain't nobody liked it. And when um, the Smiths, Will and Jada, when their son Jaden came out and he was wearing a dress and he uh, a skirt or something at one of them fashion shows or something, everybody was up in arms. Society has not accepted these kids wearing their, you know, to, to wear another gender's clothing. They have never done that. They do not like that. And it is not, although we are trying to let people 
you know, wear the clothes we want to. That has always been a problem. And we need to stop acting like we ain't what I'm 40. I'm in my 40s. Okay. I remember when we was kids, the little boy that wanted to jump, jump double Dutch with us. Nobody was okay with that. It was uh, like, you know, us girls, we was fine with it. Like, come on, whoever you want to be, you know, whoever you are, name insert here. Come on and jump. You know how to turn because if you know how to turn, you could jump. That was that was all the qualifications it took. But there was a whole bunch of kids that was teasing him and calling him names in school back then. Okay, I have gay friends today who are in their 40s and their 30s who will tell you that back then still they were being teased. Gay didn't all of a sudden pop up. That was happening 25, 30 years ago when I was in elementary school, okay? When I, 25 child, let's not lie, let's not lie. I graduated 25 years, I graduated from my high school 25 years ago, so <laughs> I've been like, 35 years ago 35 years ago the kids was getting teased but we was all calling them gay so we can't do that and that is a harder struggle for boys because if you are a girl and you like women if you are a feminine girl you just walking around the school if you a boy who likes boys, that was a hard struggle. And them kids got picked on hard and heavy. And that is not gay kids didn't all of a sudden pop up. Y'all all know y'all was teasing somebody back in the day. And if you weren't teasing somebody, you were sitting in that, in that lunchroom watching somebody be teased. Because it, people were saying that they was gay. Back then. This did not pop up all of a sudden. And society is just like all of a sudden like, oh, let all the kids be gay. That is not a thing. And let me bring myself to my next point about Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley, one of your characters has been a man dressed as a woman, being that church lady person. You've been walking around in a dress for forever, and now you mad because Dwayne Wayne's daughter want to wear one? You wanted to wear one to make some money. She wanted to wear one to live her life. Which one is more of a problem? I don't understand. And I know he said he his issue really was that the child was too young to wear the clothes they were wearing. Now, I will say, I do agree that there's some inappropriate clothing, I feel, for age appropriateness. Okay, now, however you let your child dress, I guess that's how you let your child dress. I don't, I would not have allowed my 12-year-old to wear belly shirts, but that's what they do at the Wade's house, okay? If that's the complaint you have, okay. That's kind of like, you know, my child at 10 was still wearing barrettes and ballies. Other people's children at 10 got, you know, bundles. I don't know. That's not what I was doing. That's what I do at y'all house. It don't make my day. And ain't nobody buying me no chai latte off of my opinion. So, whatever. But I still feel like, Ricky, you try to change your argument because first he was just like I don't it's, I just posted it I don't really it ain't whether I agree or not but if you didn't agree why would you put it up on your page to just have controversy like you just looking for controversy and then get upset because people think that that's what you think it's on your page it's a representation of what you do correct because I don't I just feel like pull it together bro like what's your opinion because he's like it's not really my opinion and I had a child and then Ricky Smiley said he had a child who I think is on the spectrum now before I go any further let me just tell y'all 
Straight is on the spectrum too. And I don't know why we haven't added it on the spectrum. It's sexuality, straight, gay, bi, lesbian, queer, trans. I'm sorry. I don't know all the letters. But, you know, I if, if we just start to add straight to the rest of the letters, then we will have to, we will then have to have people admit that, you know, sexuality is a spectrum and straight is one end of the spectrum, is on one end of the spectrum and there are a whole other slew of places. I'm very, very confused as to why we as a society think that everything else in life can be a spectrum, but when sexuality come up, it's only one or the other. And really, it's supposed to only be one. I don't know why. <clears throat> there are, you know, people will be like, well, because, you know, that's why procreation and all of this. But what happens to the women who cannot give birth? Are they then not women? What happens to the men who cannot produce sperm that will allow them to make a child are they then that not men like where does it where where does it go and that's you know we need to just like we have to let go of this thought that sexuality is this one thing and that there's only one way to love and there's only one way of attraction because attraction is a spectrum in itself so why can't if i can be attracted to light skin dark skin brown skin you know tall, short, whatever, why can't I also be attracted to, you know, boobs instead of penises, I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to trivialize it, but I'm just saying, like, there's 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 definitely a spectrum. Y'all need to chill out. Whoever's up in arms about this, y'all need to take some breaths, go on a retreat or something, let it go, because, you know, the problems aren't as big as we want to make them. I also heard that Ricky Smiley said that his he had a child or maybe it was one of the kids that he took in who identifies on <laughs> the spectrum and 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 so I was not really sure as to whether he was saying he was accepting of that person or not but I do want to say I'm hoping that he was and I'm hoping that you know he understands that there is such a place where there's a struggle for people who have to come out. Like that, that ain't the easy thing to do. It's very hard. Some of us wait a long time. I know people who are in their mid-30s who still have not been able to come out to their family fully because of the fear that they may, may be ostracized, that they may be, you know, shunned and all of that. And that is still a fear. I mean, hell, y'all watch Pose. If you watch Pose, you know that way back in the daggone 80s, 70s, people were getting put out their house. So, th again, this didn't just jump jump out into the streets it's not a new thing this has always happened i believe the first transgender surgery was like in the 60s y'all need to stop acting like this stuff just showed up it did not let me move on to my next thing okay 
there is this whole thing that's like, well, the kids is only acting like that because we keep on showing them too much sexual stuff in the media. And so, you know, all the kids are starting to be gay because they, <laughs> all the kids are starting to be gay because they keep seeing gay on TV. How in the hell, if we just started showing kids gay on TV, what was the cause of the people who were gay in the who who came out in the 90s the people who came out in the early 2000s the people who came out in the 80s the people who came out in the 70s what what was their representation that you thought they they didn't have all of this gay you know representation in the way that you feel that they have it now that made these people feel like they were gay like what is your explanation for that and because if we are saying that there is a gay agenda and please everybody on the podcast know that i'm giving you the finger quotes if we feel that there's a gay agenda then what happened to the straight agenda that didn't make everybody straight like what what happened because y'all was showing mad straight stuff back in the day and everybody didn't turn straight so why is it that everybody's just going to turn gay because they see gay like is straight not strong enough that you can overpower gay like i don't understand is it a dominant gene like what are we talking about here because it don't make any sense that makes no sense. And it'd be like, yeah, but we're over-sexualizing the cartoons now because, like, they had, like, um, I watched State of the Culture. Anybody who want to tag them, go ahead. And Remy Ma was talking about how she feels like cartoons are over-sexualized because she watched a cartoon the other day with her children and somebody was saying, I have two dads. And that's that's too much for the kids but the truth is that there are a lot of kids who have two dads that truth is that there are a lot of kids who have two moms the truth is is that there are kids who have no dad there's a lot of kids who have no mom some kids are with their grandma i don't know why it's you believe that it's confusing for your child but if your child grows up learning in one way it ain't confusing for them it's new math for you Okay, and so you're trying to put this on your kids, but you are confused because you thought the world only worked one way and it doesn't. Your kids are not confused unless you sit at your house and tell your kids that what is happening is wrong. And then when they go out and they see, well, you know, Shaquita got two moms and you said that that's wrong, but she seemed happy. So now I'm confused because you have confused me. That's why our children are confused. They're not confused because they just seeing Shaquita's mom, um, you know, Kelly pick her up one day and then her mom, Tiffany pick her up the next day. That's not confusing to her or to him until you start telling them that that is a wrong thing. It's the same way. I know y'all going to trip when I say it, but it's the same way when the parents were saying, my kid's going to be confused when the black parents come to the school. My kid's going to be confused when the black kids is in the class. No, they not. They are not confused unless you teach them that black people are not okay. That's what happens. Kids roll with the punches. The same way, you know, whatever you eat at your house is is what you eat at your house. If you tell kids this is the only way macaroni and cheese is supposed to be made, when they go to somebody else's house and they start making the macaroni and cheese another way, the kids is like, I'm confused. I don't understand. Why are you making it this way? Because my mama said it's only supposed to be that way. Like, it's literally the kids are not 
confused. And let me tell you, we have not over-sexualized it all of a sudden. All the cartoons when I was a kid, the kids was trying to get a Valentine's. They was walking around. I mean, hell, I watched Doug all the time, and Doug was loving on some patty mayonnaise back then. That was okay, but Doug can't love on Arthur. I don't understand. It's the same thing. You parents are confused and making it a big deal. There, nobody's having sex on the TV. They just like somebody. And the fact that you, your child, can see that that two boys can like each other is not a confusing factor for them. We watched Arthur and Helga always loved. I think the girl was name was Helga. The girl on Arthur always loved that little football headed Arthur and was always trying to be with her. I remember an episode of the Simpsons where, oh man, I hope this is, I remember an episode of the Simpsons where, um, Lisa had this little boy who liked her and then it was Valentine's Day and she gave him a Valentine's card, you know how the class get it, give everybody one, but the, the, Valentine that he got from Lisa said, I choo choo choose you. And because it was a little train, it was cute. You look it up and look it up, y'all. Check the internet. Y'all know how I do. Okay, but I always do that because every year I tell my mom, I choo choo choose you. Because I let her, that's how I let her know I love her. Anytime I want to tell her I love her, I tell her I love her that way. But, but, but because we always thought that that was so cute on The Simpsons, if I want to say it another way, I say, I choo choo choose you. Also, you know, um, on the Jetsons back in the day. Now, <laughs> um, there was a contest to talk about loving somebody and, um, what the boy was trying to, to, to join the contest and the, the sister got, she got a card that, you know, was like a little Valentine's Day card or something. And then that they sang that Eep Op Ork Ah Ah song. And if y'all don't remember that one, go hit on. And I'm going to try to put that up. I'm On the YouTube, I'm going to try to put that up. I don't know if I can put that up on the podcast. But if you want to hear it and it doesn't make it, go hit on and put it um, on, you know, check the YouTube channel, y'all. So... Eep up or ah uh, ah. Uh, anytime I want to tell my brother I love him, I say that. But that came from a love letter that was on the Jetsons. Like, there has always been straight love on cartoons. There has always been straight love on the Disney show. There has always been straight love on Nickelodeon shows. The Rugrats was liking each other. We cannot do this, people. We cannot act like there isn't this... There wasn't straight, you know, attraction going on. I watched the episode of The Family Hustle with T.I. and Tiny, and they had an episode where their their youngest child, Major, who I believe was in like the first grade. Well, I'm going to give them the second grade. I don't even think he was that old. But they were having a dance at the school, which I don't want, you know, if we don't want the kids to be sexualized, why are we putting the kids in dances at two? You know, and, and I mean, at, at four and seven years old, we telling the kids to go head on and get dressed and get dates because Major had to ask one of the girls in the class to be his date to the class. That's not over sexualizing our kids sending our babies on dates ain't over sexualizing our kids but but to tell to to tell the kids that there's two moms or two dads is too much the kids don't understand that 
we tell kids, we try to couple up our babies early, telling them, oh, you cute, oh, you, oh, y'all, that's your little girlfriend, oh, that's my little boyfriend. There, you, you, we have all done that. Don't act like you didn't. That is sexualizing your children, and that is a heterosexual sexualization. You just don't like that the gays, the gay people are being seen. That's what that is. If you have a problem with gay people having representation, the problem is that you don't like to have gay people being seen because this means change, and we are not okay with change. The fact that we are not okay with change does that mean that does not mean that Dwayne Wade is wrong. It does not mean that cartoons are wrong. It does not mean that society is wrong. It means that you got to step up, boo. That's all that means. It means that you have to learn more. And I know you don't want to have to learn more. You don't want to have to do more. But that's how the world works. It's going to evolve. We are going to have to accept more people. Sometimes we have to accept people that we would not hang around. Okay, there's a plenty of white people who wouldn't hang around. Do that mean that we as black people should not be discriminated against? Does that mean that we as black people should not have rights? No, it means if you don't like me, stay away from me, but still understand that I need my civil liberties. That's all that that means. And that is the same thing that any other group is saying. I need to be able to be here represented as the person that I am. I should not have to black down, gay down, um, Hispanic down, woman down, any other transgender down, any other anything that is not white, heterosexual, Christian life. I should not have to pull that in to make you comfortable when I walk outside. I'm going to come outside and I'm going to be fat because I am. I'm going to be black because I am. I'm going to walk these locks because I got them. I'm going to be a woman because I am. And sometimes I am. And whoever don't like any of that, I mean, I don't invite you to my house anyway, <laughs> so, you know, it's okay. You ain't asked me to come up for now one barbecue. So why do I have to not be me? I'm going to put these lashes on every time I feel like it. I'm going to, you know, just be her in any way that I want to anytime I feel like it. Y'all didn't invite me to your cookouts, so why I got to change who I am for anybody and I feel like nobody else should have to do that there have been so many conversations about how you know when people who are you know older than myself saw black women on tv or when they even saw black people on tv and they realized you know they're not just black people but like darker skinned black people when they saw that and they realized like hey you know, this people, these people are like me. I can be, you know, something that is celebrated. Everybody wants to see that part of them. Everybody wants to have that representation in them. And that's okay. You guys don't got to jump big on the, you know, like the antelope. There ain't no lions chasing you. There really ain't. Y'all are okay. You're fine. The same, like I said before, the same way that everybody went crazy about the transgenders in the bathroom. I personally have never seen one in the bathroom that I thought I could identify. Now, I'm sure there have been some women in the bathroom and, you know, get get your life. 
But I ain't never felt like, is this a man trying to rape me in here? Now, will I say that there have never been anybody who has been raped in the bathroom? No, I will not. Please do not come into my inbox that y'all really don't be trying to check anyway and tell me about a scenario where you know of some woman who was tragically raped in the in the in a bathroom because that is her story to tell not yours and we don't need to use hers to attack me okay that's not how her story needs to be told i respect that story already but i am saying we need to stop jumping crazy every time people say that they are going to live their lives in ways that really will not affect yours. It will not change how you raise your children. Well, it should a little bit because you should raise your children to be open-minded people who are accepting of people so that they are allowed the grace and mercy when they are doing the things that other people don't feel like are okay for them. But that's just me. And I'm just saying. Okay, so of course we hear every week, you know that I'm glad that you guys are here. You know that I love having these conversations. We're going to be here week after week after week. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel if you want to watch this episode up there. I also put up episodes of other topics that we can't discuss because, you know, we only be here once a week. So go over to the Just Saying podcast YouTube channel. I'm over there talking about stuff all the time as well. Catch me on the social meds. I'm on Twitter and Instagram heavy all the time talking about other stuff. And every Thursday we have um, Think About It Thursdays where I go on Instagram live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to go head on and meet me over there, we can have a whole chat about whatever's going on on these internets. Because, you know, the people always got something going on, child. And we're going to talk about it. That's just me. And I'm just saying.